0: Yeah. Sure. Everybody, Welcome to another installment of Show to View with Mike G, the show of life, the show of Tzotol, basketball, Nirvana, and so much more. Before we talk about Tzotol with Hector Amaya from Hacienda de Chihuahua, there are two things in this interview that I'd like you to kind of think about. So one is Hector talks about sustainability with Hacienda and also he talks about the formation of the D.O. in 2004, of which financially probably and both power wise, I think that the Chihuahua drove that deal forward. But one key takeaway from that part of our conversation is that it was only meant to include Chihuahua first. But once they said, well, you know what? So grows in these other places, then those places were included in the deal, that being Durango and Coahuila. So just think about that. We know that the Chihuahuan Desert goes obviously up into Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona. So the thought is to have the deal include any place that the plant grows. Now, again, I'm not advocating for one side or the other. So without further ado, hope you guys enjoy this great chat with Hector Amaya from Hacienda de Chihuahua.
1: Uh, guys, because uh, when I have seen that uh, a lot of... Um, Americans go to Mexico and you don't have any problem trying to speak Spanish. But a lot of people that I know that speak English, they come here and they don't want because they shy. In Mexico, uh, we are pretty bad people. Because uh, if if someone says something in English and, and it's, it's been said wrong, uh, we are going to attack him. Hey, you don't know what are you doing? Ha, ha, ha. And I have seen then here in the States, you don't do that. Actually, you help us uh, when we don't pronounce don't it uh, the correct way. You help us. And uh, that's why I believe that when you go to the to Mexico, you don't have any problem trying to speak uh, in Spanish. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people in my family speak English. And when they come to the state with me, they don't like to speak nothing. Really? It's like, a, hey, can I help you? Hey, hey, hey. The, like that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Oh. Oh uh-huh yeah. i'm what, what the fuck you, you yeah. take the same courses that i did what yeah. what's going on is it kind of like, like it's
0: kind of like being afraid right yeah he's being yeah. afraid of it's making afraid. a mistake yeah that's yeah. the thing yeah that's yeah. the yeah. thing exactly that
1: and uh i have received uh people from here that don't speak a uh, lick of spanish but they try to do it and uh it's pretty cool because you you try to help them obviously all the course words <laughs> is the first thing that <laughs> you teach them but uh it's 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 cool it's cool when the people from here go and i see that they try to speak spanish
0: it's yeah, a uh, yeah so b- that's it's really nice to think of that because like mm-hmm. so we're recording now but i, I remember i went to china mm. i don't know shit about chinese man <laughs> now i know like the, the culture and the mm-hmm. history mm-hmm. but i could not speak it. it's such a different kind of language yeah. you know yeah but it, it it's something you see this kind of passion for mexico and the mm-hmm. states texas mm-hmm. especially right? yeah because we're, we're adjacent yeah but so in your travels and you're going to be in dallas tomorrow you're in houston do you get that feeling that yeah. texans love mexican spirits yeah a, a lot because uh all the questions are
1: focused on i want to know the history of your brand all that kind of stuff so yeah. when you get that uh question you know that is because they are pretty interested in knowing more about the brand not so much about the li- well, the liquor obviously is uh, the liquid is pretty important, but mm-hmm. the history behind a brand, what makes you different, why are you doing this, what are you doing that? So it's pretty cool when you come to the states and you get that uh, question or that feedback about the
0: the brand is pretty pretty cool. It's good. I mean, it must make you feel like what you're doing resonates. Yeah, you know what I mean. That it's that's an, it's important. And one of the things I think historically about Sotol is the clandestino. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know a lot of people is that a piece that people ever get into with you that the sotoleros had to you know distill under mm-hmm. moonlight and mm-hmm. in the mountains mm-hmm. is that a big piece of story that people know
1: yeah i believe so uh we are trying to take this to another level in that way because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the people think that a lot of things about sotol is still doing that mm-hmm. way right, but right. uh we are trying to focus that the category the Sotol brands are doing things differently mm-hmm. he, uh, obviously we in, in Sotol Hacienda Chihuahua we try to different ourselves because we do a lot of stuff that maybe not other Sotoleros do mm-hmm. uh, that's what 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 put our, our brand on, on the top because uh, well I, I don't like to brag but obviously uh, Sotol Hacienda Chihuahua is the premier brand of, of the yeah. category so uh, we do a lot of things different. A lot of people that have gone to the distillery, they are blown away. Mm-hmm. They wow, I didn't think that you have that kind of process. And believe it really starts because we are pretty interested in having the kosher certification, the um, the 100% organic, the US organic certification. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, speak for ourselves, that the way that we uh, have the process made, it's pretty, pretty different uh, about another Sotoleros. I know that, a lot of people are starting to do things in another way mm-hmm. uh, maybe more in i don't want to say industrial because it's not the 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 word but uh commercial maybe mm, maybe a little bit about what you mean yeah, yeah 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 that that's the thing so we are we in sotola Chihuahua are trying to take that next step so uh other brands can follow us mm-hmm. uh we like to open doors for for everyone so well, you're uh, the, that's big, the thing.
0: yeah i mean the the one thing is is the. That- you will find the bottle of Hacienda it, almost everywhere. Yeah. And it's so good that you're here to talk about Sotol because I think what a lot of people think about it, their preconceived notions is, oh, well, it's out in the desert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we, we both know you do not have to operate that way. And yeah. I've seen pictures of the facility and, and it is quite beautiful. But but for you as, as someone who's lived in Chihuahua your whole yeah. life, yeah, mm-hmm. when did you first kind of, see sotol. when did it enter your life was something around the family or yeah pretty quickly because um obviously the the drink is from
1: chihuahua so you always have a uh, knowledge about about soto mm-hmm. uh, so i believe that the first time i hear about sotol was with my grandfather uh he used to like to try different stuff mm-hmm. and i i remember i was like maybe 10 11 years uh, i'm 40 now mm-hmm. so he bought uh, a, a, Sotol, um, a Sotol brand. I, I don't remember which, uh, but he tried with my dad and a couple of my aunts and uncles. And uh, that's the first time that I I, I remember that.
0: What did, what did you think? Like, what do you think of it now? Because Sotol is so different and I have kinds of tasting notes that I yeah. use to, to describe it. But for you, why is Sotol the same but quite different than mezcal? It's different than tequila
1: well uh the first thing is because uh it's a different plant you don't use agave to make a sotol. that's the main difference it's a plant that we can say is a distant cousin uh from agave Uh, but uh, the main thing is that you cannot grow the plant you have to get it in the wild Right, 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 Yeah. So you are never going to see a, a field uh, of plants of sotol. Uh, Dasilirion is the name of the, of the plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call it Sereke too. That is the indigenous name for the for the plant. But uh, you are not going to see a field. So uh, that gives a um, a different edge to the plant because uh, to well, we harvest the plant. Uh, it has to have uh, at least fifteen years mm-hmm. of, of growth between fifteen and and thirty years. Uh, so it's different it's not the same you can see the the pineapple that came that comes from the plant and you can put a a pineapple of agave and
0: totally different
1: (laughs) yeah exactly it's different Uh, so that gives a a different edge, a different flavor to mm -hmm. the to the to the brand obviously so going back
0: when we you know i I think about why do i want to be an entrepreneur why Mm -hmm. do i want to work in spirits you know Mm -hmm. it goes back and my folks were both in the service industry to oh, some okay. extent, you know, so it's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But for you, this this focus on sales, I would say a successful career so far, Thank education you. and all of that. Is that something that came from your parents? Or yeah. They're, they're, what, what kind of industries were yeah, they Yeah,
1: actually, the, it, it does. Uh, my All my family my from my father's side uh, always have, have uh, some kind of business mm. uh, in the commercial uh, business in, in Chihuahua. So when I was a little kid, uh, I saw my dad always doing uh, like trades and and I hear him. Uh, oh, yeah, we sell this and that. So I always had that, that idea. Yeah. But the funny thing is that when I start growing up, I, I'm a major in marketing mm-hmm. because I didn't quite uh, want to go the sales way. I want to do marketing. Mm-hmm. But actually, when you are in marketing and you are you are a brother. That's of right. Obsessed, yeah. 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 I believe that is a big mistake the having uh, sales and marketing on different sides because you target the same goal. Right. So when I studied marketing, a lot of my friends started like, hey man, sales is the way, sales is the way. And actually, I didn't work in sales uh, when I graduated uh, at, at first and the, I, I believe it's destiny. Uh, they offered me a, a, a position in sales and I was pretty, pretty hesitant to do it, yeah. but uh, I decided to give it a, a chance and see what happens
0: and all my life I, i've been in
1: in salesman so it's pretty cool
0: <laughs> the you have the personality for it. i mean i can just thank tell you it's like sitting thank down man. with you you know you're really affable really friendly does does any of this stem from were you into sports were you yeah. into music into you know sports. Kind, you know what i mean kind of being on the field mm-hmm. being on the stage what would you mm-hmm. play i used to play basketball oh yeah well, it wasn't uh, the
1: main thing well i Play tennis. I play a little bit of soccer, baseball, and I used to swim. But my main sport was always basketball. Yeah, you're. Kind I'm of, tall. <laughs> tall. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, like a,
0: were you point guard
1: or uh, forward? Well, I was this the same height that I have today. I'm six three and a half. Yeah. And uh, I was this height when I was like 13. Oh wow. So I was pretty tall, and I used to play center at first. No kidding. Yeah. Then I went power forward. Yeah. then a small forward. Uh, the problem is that I was pretty accustomed to playing the paint, mm-hmm. and then I had to go to to shoot three pointers. I, I had a pretty nice touch, but yeah. it was hard for me. So that that then I no I started getting uh, no girls and other mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And so I I left sports uh, on the side, but yeah, I, I play basketball like for. 10 years. Maybe. No kidding. Yeah.
0: Do you still get out to play games now? Uh, I know when you're 40, it's a little more yeah. difficult, but <laughs>
1: sometimes sometimes a, a lot of my friends still play. So they call me. Hey, man, let's let's go. I have a, a game and come and I do it not as regularly as I have to do it because I believe it's, it's good to mm-hmm. keep playing sports, uh, but uh, maybe once a month or twice a month. Uh, I I still play. No, that's so. great. Well, it
0: kind of doesn't leave you the things you're passionate about. Yeah, like exactly. we're surrounded by guitars in here. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it. So I just can't let I can't let it go. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. No matter how old I get. <laughs> you know, you were talking about before we started recording. You know, Texas obviously with you know it's just north of the John border, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And actually, I'd rather go a different direction first because I've I've spent some time in Waters and okay. I really really enjoy it. But for a long time, even my parents still. They're like oh isn't that dangerous mm. right and i know that it's changed a bit over the past five years mm-hmm. even when i was trying to go visit a sotelero a little deeper outside they were people were like ah, i don't know if you should go <laughs> how do you feel about the safety of it now now
1: uh, well this is a, the important thing yeah um, we had a really rough couple of years uh, obviously because uh, the narcos uh, mm. were uh, trying to get the hang of the of the place uh but uh you can almost go to all the states mm-hmm. uh, there are some parts that you have to be careful but uh not like you cannot visit or something like that right, right. Uh, you have to know when and where but it's not like be- because uh obviously the bad things is the the things that resonate uh yeah. if uh, oh there was a killing or something like that you are going to hear it but uh I think that it got a little blown out of proportions. Yeah, so sure. that's that's the thing. But you can travel almost all the state of Chihuahua, and, and it's, no it, it's safe. Yeah.
0: Do you, being in the liquor <clears throat> industry, do you get out to places like Oaxaca, Guerrero, Puebla, where they make other kinds of spirits? going to? Uh we used to. Now we are pretty much
1: focused in our, in our stuff, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we don't go and see a lot of the other things that have been made. Obviously. Uh, we always keep track of tequila. We always keep track of, me- of mezcal. Mm-hmm. But uh, we are pretty much focusing the things that we are, are doing. So we do- don't do it as much as we used to do it. I see. Yeah.
0: Okay. So now back to where I was going initially is Texas is big. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we're, we're northern brothers. Yeah chihuahua and it, it's no surprise that we probably consume the most amount of sotol mm-hmm. in the world here mm-hmm. is there even a clear number two like is california in the mix is new york in the mix or california California's in the mix uh
1: you know what colorado is oh really sotol. yeah no kidding. yeah yeah for, colorado. For y'all, yeah yeah it's a pretty, uh, i'm going to say it like it is uh the three most important markets for us are texas uh-huh. california and colorado that's great i think that's interesting about Colorado. yeah New York, we are starting to see a lot of more interest in, in New York and in New Jersey, uh-huh. and uh, uh, another state that is doing pretty pretty well is Georgia. Georgia, yeah, Georgia, yeah. Hector, can you give me any idea why the hell Georgia is drinking so tall? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that uh, Georgia is a big agave state. Because okay. <laughs> because I know that a lot of tequila brands are doing pretty pretty well, ah. and we are one uh, a brand that we are not tequila, but we are pretty similar. So yeah. that's why I think that they're starting to look at our product like another alternative to to the, the agave, thing. yeah, to yeah. agave, yeah, yeah, because we are doing pretty pretty well in Georgia, man. That's
0: incredible because there's a great food movement and mm-hmm. move music movement mm-hmm. there, you know. So I yeah. think that the, obviously music and then so total music and tequila they really go hand in hand. But so, you know, the thing about Sotol is it's it's kind of, tequila, you can't, this is something I, I want to get your opinion okay. on, but you can't make tequila in Texas. We uh-huh. know this, right? It, uh-huh. It's illegal, right? It's uh-huh. the, mm-hmm. the nom, the designation of origin. But for some reason, and I know this particular legal legal reason, which we won't get into, but how do you feel about the Chihuahuan, Coahuilin, Dranguinti, you know, this mm-hmm. spirit mm-hmm. being made in Texas and being called Sotol in Texas? Well... The thing is
1: that uh, there's uh, some legal issues that I'm going not going yeah. to talk well, about. Yeah, well, I can talk about it for you so you don't have to mess with it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, no. it's pretty easy. No, no, yeah. Uh, the thing is that when we got the the designation that we can make uh, the drink and call it sotol, um, 2004, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, there were, um, I don't want to say uh, an issue because it's not an issue. The, it was like you can, if... The plant grows in the uh, in the Chihuahuan Desert. That uh-huh. has n- not only Chihuahua; it's it's uh, obviously Coahuila, right. Durango. So that's the thing that Chihuahuan Desert is part of Texas, mm-hmm. I believe. So oh, sure. that was the thing because in the initial part of the process, only Chihuahua was going to to make it. Oh, I didn't know that. Only Chihuahua. Okay. Yeah. So. Because our brand was the one that pushed all this movement. Is that right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Us, like, leaders of and the Chihuahua is pretty into this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So we were the ones that pushed uh, the envelope to, to make it happen. So initially was only going to be chihuahua then oh no durango has to be in it and that's the that's the thing that's that, the thing. that's fascinating because i didn't know
0: that yeah because you know, yeah. the, the thing on our side here is when we, we <clears throat> renegotiated the trade agreement mm-hmm. with canada mexico okay and this was in june of last year okay and what happened And i won't we'll talk about this off the mic but there was a particular influence in, in texas politics that mm. specifically called for Sotol oh. to not be recognized <laughs> okay okay so okay, it's okay. so so what why i find it funny is you all put in some great work to make it happen in Mexico, mm-hmm. and we put some work against it in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So it's just like an interesting kind of combination there. But yeah. so I, I remember I became familiar with Hacienda de Chihuahua years ago. Mm. You know, and the Plata—that's the the big seller, right? Is mm-hmm. it, or do some of the aged marks. The Plata better. and the Reposado.
1: Reposado. The reposado, yeah, it sells pretty, pretty well. Uh, because uh, a lot of people are seeing um, that we have an excellent quality. Mm-hmm. And I believe you like tequila, well, you are going to like a Blanco and a añejo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why we... Uh, something that I, I have received pretty good feedback is that we have a lot of expressions uh, mm-hmm. with our products. We have nine different. Oh, wow. So that's the thing that not a lot of sotoleros can do this no. kind of, of, of products and uh yeah plata and reposado are the ones and the cremas the cremas, sort of cremas yeah. that we have yeah the chocolate one is doing pretty pretty well what confl-
0: i didn't so you got not if you i know you know them all but yeah. actually for my education so mm-hmm. well let's kind of off so the, the plata i know mm-hmm. rustico i know do you still yeah. make that yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is which great high proof mm-hmm. the reposado mm-hmm. crema uh multiple flavors of cream
1: well we have in, in in to tell in order uh the blancos we have uh-huh. plata uh-huh. we have rustico and we have platinum what is that one platinum has a third distillation you said two or three three, three. Oh, okay yeah okay. it has three three distillations and uh it's pretty smooth it's uh-huh. like like uh in mexico they say like it's like terciopelo it's like velvet uh-huh. when you drink it yeah, because it is it not more dry. It, it has a different flavor, like more fruity. I see. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty cool. The bottle is excellent because it has a, a blue, a, a blue that makes us a, a part, yeah, uh, that, sure. that bottle in, in particular. And then in the añejos, uh, we have uh, the reposado, the, we have the añejo, we have the gold one. That has uh, gold uh-huh. in it. Okay. And uh, we have uh, the H5. That is an extrañejo. It has seven years in the in the barrel. So, in the barrel. So, it's uh, pretty, pretty cool. And then we have the cremas. We have two cremas. One is know. a nutty flavor. Uh-huh. The, that's the black one. And the white one, uh, it's uh, chocolate. Oh, wow. So, the chocolate one is doing pretty, pretty well here in the States. Because, obviously, it's chocolate. Yeah, so, yeah. So,
0: a lot of good feedback about that one. Did you notice the... The because is has seen the it's sold in Mexico. Yeah, I've seen it on shelves. Yeah. It's sold but when you compare kind of sale, let's say Texas, right? Where, mm. And versus the domestic sales in Me- Mexico, mm. not numbers wise, but just trend wise, do you see as many do you see it trending upward in Mexico as you do in yeah. Texas? Yeah. A lot. Uh because uh, we have pulled uh
1: some um uh, good business with uh big brands in Mexico with mm-hmm. big chains. Uh I, I don't want to say names, sure, but sure, sure. uh we did that and we are starting to see a. Uh, uh for instance in Jalisco is starting to get uh, a lot of achievements yeah. because they are starting to know the brand and know the uh, the Sotols and I believe that they are looking for something different because obviously uh, Jalisco is the the um, the main uh part of tequila yeah, the sure. tequila world in Jalisco is, be, is well enormous but they're starting to look uh, for sotol. so that's something that I, I caught my eye because oh, in Jalisco what yeah do you, you
0: have any do you know why is there some? this is like
1: more media coverage a couple of it? There- of, no a couple of per- I, I had the opportunity to talk directly to a customer that um, uh, through our website uh, uh, got a, a couple of bottles and um, we tried to give him a, a gift. Uh-huh. So I talked directly to, to him and he told me that is this is different, man. I'm tired of tequila because oh. all my life I known tequila, tequila, tequila. So when I uh, came across with a with a sample of, of your stuff, I really like it. And that's why he started to to buy it. But uh, buys from us like three or four uh, bottles per month. Oh wow! And it's for him, and not to gifts. No, no, no. It's for him only. Mm. So I start to see uh, a growth in the in the Jalisco market. That's
0: pretty pretty cool. It's interesting because it's kind of you know why punk rock started. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing as there these traditions. Mm-hmm. You want to shake the traditions, mm-hmm. and no better place to shake traditions at tequila production than, than <laughs> exactly. in Jalisco. Exactly when people say and I, I you know i've been making spirits a long time you've been in this industry a while there's one phrase that i hear all the time when people are trying to talk about tzotol. you and i both know it's different species and it mm-hmm. tastes different mm-hmm. the leaves are different mm-hmm. but some people just say oh it's just smoky tequila you okay. hear that yeah, yeah. how did yeah. like how do you feel when when people say that well it
1: depends on the brand because uh, obviously there are a lot of brands that you can taste it and it's really smoky yes. that's that's the the thing but uh in our case we try to not get into that because uh the master distiller that we have is a uh, mr jose daumas it's a uh, well his life is oh, it's something else it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a movie because he was the first person to get uh, to graduate from uh, Montpellier university oh and, really yeah the first the first um not born in france the first that's incredible yeah and he works with us he's the mastermind uh, behind all our, all our products so he has experience with Moet chandon uh-huh. with martel so some of the things that he used to do in that kind of brand yeah is putting in our brand so that's why the the quality that we have the the thing that the process that we uh so carefully do uh is is that really separate us from from other brands so Mr. Dalmas, he's really into, uh, okay, this product has to have this flavor note. Mm-hmm. You are going to see always, if you have a Plata, you are always going to know that it's a Plata. It doesn't it doesn't care or it doesn't make uh, any real uh, difference if it's uh, from one barrel or another. It's mm-hmm. the Plata. And well, not in, in this case, they, they don't do it in the barrels, but yeah, it, it's the same. And the same with Añejo, you are always going to find the same taste. And uh-huh. in, in, in I, uh, this is my personal feeling. Sometimes when you uh, try another brand, maybe it's a little different uh-huh. between one and another. With us, it's the same quality in all of the bottles. The, see, this is
0: French distilling <laughs> is different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So no wonder the results are more consistent mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. probably a little more fussy. Mm-hmm. Because that's how those guys blend, you know? But it, I, I didn't... One, I didn't know that. I think that's fascinating because it's a different lens of what you bring in. And then that's exactly. described by the distillery, so mm-hmm. different and all of that. Mm-hmm. Is there use of French oak? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: all our barrels are
0: French oak. Okay, yeah, I figured. See that? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: all all of them. And they are new
0: French oak oak. Oh, uh, really?
1: Yeah, only one use. So that's different too because you know it, uh, a lot of the tequileros actually is, uh, use uh, the... The brand, the way that they use it is that it's a second use, but for us it's the it's only had sotol always. So that's uh something different. So it's something that I try to bring up every time because when you say ah oh, we use French oak, uh, what? Yeah, really? Because it's not associated to to sotol. And, and well, you
0: you're talking about two completely different. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason there should be a French oak barrel in Chihuahua, you know. Like honestly, unless yeah. someone intentionally kind of did that. That's the thing with that.
1: we did it that way. Yeah, yeah. It, it was on purpose, obviously. How long has the distillery been open? Uh, more than uh, 27 years, I believe. Holy crap! Yeah,
0: which predates 2004, of mm-hmm. which it was finally allowed to so have yeah. been operating for yeah. 10 years or yeah. so. Mm-hmm. It's 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 fascinating to see that. Do you do you host many? visitors in the industry to, to at this time not because obviously COVID. Uh, oh right, it's right, right.
1: Uh, and we are making some adjustment to the to the plant uh, to the distillery so we are not open uh, obviously if uh, we have received this year a, a couple of visits uh, the people that are pretty interested in in, in sotolan in our brand mm-hmm. uh, but uh, at the time, we we don't uh, don't open the distillery to everyone. Yeah, but it, when things were kind of maybe safer than than you can. Wait, well, get... we
0: used to, and we are, yeah, uh, we are going to do it in the in the future. Yeah. yeah, yeah, when totally. When you're kind of talking about the process now, so I'm getting this French blending thing. Yeah, so that's you know, y'all are gonna go on these sales visits and stuff. And maybe we're all prepping to go on a sales <laughs> vis- visit. but but that's that's a huge thing because that's why cognac is incredible. that's uh-huh. why Armagnac is incredible, but. Many ways that you could cook the plants, Mm -hmm. many ways that you can distill them. Mm -hmm. What are some other things in terms of production that you find pretty compelling about this? Uh, uh, We use, um, well, the installations of the distillery
1: that we have, um, they were made for brandy. So a lot of the things that they use on the brandy, like the ovens, Uh uh, all, all that kind of stuff, we use it. So that's the thing. That's what makes us pretty different because the ovens are different. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not like uh, we we use steam with uh-huh. our with our plant to cook it. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty different. If you see a distillery, you when you will get blown away because it's pretty different that uh, the things that other sotoleros do. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of the stuff that make us uh, our product are pretty different than, than the the other ones
0: when and something i heard and i don't know if this is true or not still but so many of the soteleros they ferment con bagazo right Cause mm-hmm. you don't know this term but i think y'all do it without the plant matter or do you do it on the plants
1: no without okay uh, the yeah bagazo.
0: which i think that gives you a different kind of cleaner flavor. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And one, well, the French wouldn't do it. On that. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yes. Yeah. So.
0: The, the bagazo, obviously, uh, after we
1: uh, pull the the juices, uh, we we don't use it anymore. Yeah. So the fermentation is without bagazo. So it's cleaner. Yeah. It's cleaner. Uh, any
0: kind of yeast that you you talk about that you use? Is it like a champagne yeast or something? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, f- yeah. I figured something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably like a DV11 or whatever, right? Yeah.
1: I, I didn't have to tell you. Yeah, you I figured wanna, it out I, uh, I, on your own. Yeah. yeah we'll I, use champagne I want to, yes.
0: want to assume... I was talking to a few professors uh, at in Mexico recently, mm-hmm. and they were talking about sotol as it becomes more popular. And you know, to your point too, it's not. I think it's possible to cultivate it, but very, very difficult, very to, difficult. to cultivate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus agave, like, which you know, mm-hmm. sprouts you hairless and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they had a very earnest concern about the sustainability of sotol.
1: Oh, okay. Uh not at all. Uh, We did a pretty big study with uh, some professors of the University of Chihuahua Uh a couple of years ago to see exactly that, the the sustainability about the the product. And uh, the way that we do it is is this. Uh, We have to have a a government permit to Mm -hmm. cut the plant. So we have to tell them, okay, we are going to cut from here. Uh, There are these many plants, et cetera, et cetera, for this year. We do it so in 15 years we can come back to that same spot uh-huh. and we can pull the, the plant again so the thing that makes us different is we, we don't pull all the plant out uh-huh. we cut the plant in order to the the roots sure. to be in the in the ground so yep. they can uh, again re- regenerate and make another plant so if i believe we have uh secured the production for the next 20 years Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not an issue. A couple of, of weeks ago, I got the same question in Chihuahua. Yeah. Uh, about okay, you are starting to grow a lot. You are shipping to a lot of parts of the world. Uh, what's the same concern? Yes. What's the sustainability about this pro? This product, and we don't have any problem for the uh, for twenty years at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just because there's different academic perspectives on mm-hmm. it. And so I was like, well, okay. Because actually, one of the folks was in Durango too, saying that Durango is actually experiencing going to have a big shortage of agave yeah. especially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that that's a question you're going to get anyway yeah especially like in texas i don't mm-hmm. know where y'all are going to share the product or talk about it but i, I can almost guarantee you mm-hmm. like half the people mm-hmm. are going to ask that mm-hmm. you know um but so it's it's most certainly growing and also in europe this yeah. is what tell me about the situation in europe i didn't realize i know germany's got some stuff the london's got some yeah stuff,
1: but... we sell uh through london Oh, and okay. there's a uh, incident, um, They are starting to know the product. We are making efforts to to grow in the in the Europe, but it's uh, a little bit. The funny thing is that in Australia and in New Zealand, we are receiving good feedback about the product we really? sell. Uh, we have there's a guy in Australia that is pretty uh, enamored with the product, so we are shipping through him, and uh, he's doing his stuff in in down there, wow. and. It's been
0: pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty great. Cool. I mean, it's just the whole thing is growing. Mm-hmm. You know, in mm-hmm. Mezcal, especially throughout Europe. And so I, I don't, uh, so tall, I don't really worry about that that much in terms of the, the, the sustainability plans. You, yeah. You know, you, you see them growing around the neighborhood and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty hardy. <laughs> and you talk about, I love that you talk about the root systems. Like, we cut it off above the root. Yeah, because you can't get, you can't get the root out of the ground. Uh-huh. Like, so uh-huh. <laughs> it's just kind of a nice, convenient thing so when you're dallas is next what is the rest of you you're going to do more travels throughout the united states yeah uh,
1: next week i'm going to make a trip to la because okay. there's a trade show important trade show down there so mm-hmm. i'm going to to go and i'm i'm now that the border is just yeah. at last uh, open i'm going to start traveling more here to texas because for us texas is pretty pretty important yes. i'm going to go to colorado and uh, maybe nevada we are starting to to expand a lot in other state that yeah. maybe was wasn't the focus because we are starting to see a lot of more interest. So maybe at Georgia I, I have to go. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm going to go to to New York and New Jersey because we are seeing some some stuff down there. Minnesota is starting maybe to so. to ask for uh, for products. So oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> a shout out yeah. <laughs> to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> when it, now that things are, gonna, I'm glad the borders back you know, mm-hmm. kind of come back and forth. There is it. Do you know if it is in Nueva León too? I want to go down to. I can go yeah. to Monterrey, but I want. I st- believe that all the border is going oh, to great. be o- okay. open. yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, so now you're going to be traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go with an age question here, but traveling's not easy on the body. Nah, um, and being in the liquor industry is also not easy on the body. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So when you're traveling so much you're around cocktails good Mm -hmm. food good people and inevitably people want to drink so totally yeah yeah is it easy for you to balance your health and the travel and the lifestyle well yeah because i'm pretty accustomed
1: to travel a lot because a previous job that i held uh, i have to travel a lot of the time Mm -hmm. so i'm pretty accustomed to uh, i tried yeah i'm not going to say no to a drink because obviously if someone wants to know about sotor we we can do it yeah but uh i try to only a sip because mm. if i have another visit I, I imagine i'm Just wasted uh, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah i have to but uh you get accustomed to uh, yeah because i i would sometimes say that it's the adrenaline because uh for ex- yeah, yeah for example uh, in the morning I was like oh man another day and uh, I was like not feeling too well and yeah. we start I start talking to to Gabby and like my energy went up yeah. and then I started talking to you and my energy got a lot higher so a lot of times I see that uh, maybe I'm not feeling so well in the morning mm-hmm. uh, all the day I'm like uh, what's going on what are we going to do uh, and then at night again the spike goes yeah, down yeah. so i believe it's that the adrenaline to talk about the the product of uh, about sotolas and the chihuahua that's what get me going so
0: i think so do you when you what like what kind of inspires you right and why i say this is when you think about people it sounds like people kind of inspire you but mm-hmm. does do you need to listen to music sometimes do you need to exercise creative stuff what kind of nah
1: <laughs> For me, it's more like a, a inner monologue that oh. I give to my to myself. That okay, uh, you are going to visit this person, and he's, he wants to know about Sotol. You have to transmit the the things that make Sotol different. Wow. So I gave a like a inner speech to myself, yeah. and then I started talking about the the product that I love because it's not like ah uh, well I work for the company. No, no, I really believe in the in the in the Sotol, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously in the Sotol that Hacienda Chihuahua makes. So so that's what's getting me going. <laughs>
0: that, I think that's great. You, if, that, this won't go in a too weird of a direction, but have you heard the term manifestation? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that, right? Like yeah. positivity, mm-hmm. kind of putting that, that out there. Mm-hmm. I think that's really incredible because a couple of the people I've talked to recently, when they get up, I mean, beyond coffee being a good motivator, right? <laughs> the, the music is, they have to put a playlist on yeah. it. Or mm-hmm. They have to do some meditation. Mm-hmm. And, so I, I think it's really interesting to just kind of see where people are at now. they kind of get prepared for the day more mm-hmm. or less, right? Well, so I've got two more questions for you. Yeah. This one is a little, a little more creative. I ask everybody this question. So let's say you're drinking the Rustico anywhere mm-hmm. in the world doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But you could have a drink with any musician living or deceased. Who might you like to sit down and have a drink with? Kurt Cobain. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It, 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 I hit a chord. <laughs> yeah. Well, pun intended. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> that was the band that changed my life
1: I oh really
0: i wouldn't have started writing songs if it wasn't for them cool yeah you i'm know? a
1: pretty huge nirvana fan huge, huge Nirvana. well then i'm
0: gonna have to ask you what is one of your favorite songs not the favorite that's probably mm, difficult. well
1: i have to go with smell like Teen spirit because sure. it was the first one that i heard i remember vividly i went to my home uh I turned the TV on and it was playing in MTV. Yeah. And I saw the video and the music. What is this? And that's when it hit for me. You know, I have to listen more for for them, from, from them. So, the, yeah, it's the same here. You know, <laughs> it,
0: well, they, they, there was something about those first chords hitting. Well, I know he does the yeah. but Actually, when mm-hmm. the, thrum, the film comes mm-hmm. in but it was so heavy. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not heavy like metal. Mm-hmm. metal is heavy right this is a whole different it's different but you know and i'm sure he would have drank with you <laughs> I, mean, I think that probably goes, yeah, goes yeah. without saying yeah um but yeah it's so the, the last question for you is yeah. what are you looking forward to next nine products is a lot Do mm. you have some other things that are in the works or is that your hands are full is it a new market what, what are you kind of emphasizing on we have uh, a couple of uh, opportunities. Um,
1: we were starting to chip to China oh, wow. this year, but um, things got uh, a little messy be- because of the COVID. Yeah. So we had to put our plans uh, on the on the standby. Um, we have a couple of ideas for new things. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I cannot no, say no, because here are on the yeah, works. Uh, but uh, the main goal is to... Keep pushing uh, the product here mm-hmm. in the in the states because we need a lot of work to do still. Because you are correct, a lot of people are starting to know Sotol. Mm-hmm. They are seeing the possibilities with Sotol in in the cocktail industry and all the kind of stuff. But we need to keep growing in the in the states. Mm-hmm. Uh, but China, we are pretty focused on open that market. We have a possibility with Chile because in oh, chile is- yeah the chilean guys uh they drink a lot man He's, well I yeah. Mean, was, yeah yeah and
0: actually yeah. i think the sensibilities of hacienda in the way that it's done kind of like a brand well, like a brandy mm-hmm. pisco mm-hmm. brandy right so there's mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. similar things there well it's been just great chatting with you i'm glad you're in- Is is your first time in austin no i i came uh, a couple of years ago because
1: i'm a big uh, f1 oh okay uh, yeah yeah so i came to the first uh race that uh-huh. you guys have down there yeah so Are you coming this year mm, i don't believe so. billy joel's yeah. playing man that's a big one for uh, me man uh, don't tell me more man because <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I have to check my schedule because I have a lot of work There's to do. Bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's hard, man. It's
0: well, hard. Hector, I really appreciate you taking the time out, man. We'll uh, talk soon and hopefully I'll see you at the distillery soon enough. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: And I believe that this kind of opportunities to talk about Sotol and to talk about Hacienda Chihuahua obviously mm-hmm. helps a lot, not only our brand, but the category. So Absolutely. I'm. Uh, thank you for having me, man. My pleasure. See you soon. Cheers. Thank you. Bye.
0: Well, there we have it. What do you all think? Hector Amaya had a sales for Asenda de Chihuahua. Certainly the biggest, the powerhouse of Sotol production, more placements around the globe. You know, it's nice to have a lighter conversation about Sotol without being dramatic or without people taking screenshots of me. <laughs> it's, it's nice, you know. But it, it, it leaves a couple questions open, you know. Sotol will continue to grow. Asenda de Chihuahua obviously will continue to grow. Hector talks about some expansion into other areas of Europe and Australia and stuff. And what are we, you know, what are we going to do? The plant is a finite resource. There's a lot of plants in Texas, obviously, because we're here in the parts of us in the Chihuahuan Desert as well. So I don't know. I, I'm just going to go back to the sentiment that there's a lots of drama from from certain folks in this space, but we get a lot more done when we work together. And I'll put that again. I mean, this is also in the wake of a Sotol panel that was supposed to occur on Sunday being canceled because of drama. Let's just put it that way, just because of drama. So less drama, more conversation, yeah? Hopefully I'll see you all in Marfa Agave Fest here in June we can talk this thing out and sip some Sotol and some Escal. All right. So thanks, everybody, for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No wonder if you're asking yourself, why in the hell do I watch Marriage at First Sight? Or you're thinking Psych is a really well-written show. Please keep dancing.